ReachMD XM157 presents a special series, Insights in Future Medicine. When you're ready for the home, will the home be ready for you? You're listening to a special program on nursing homes, what's wrong and how to fix them on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg, your host, and with me today is Dr. Charlene Harrington. Dr. Harrington is Professor of Sociology and Nursing in the Department of Social and Behavioral Sciences, School of Nursing, University of California, San Francisco. She is the Associate Director of the John A. Hartford Center for Geriatric Nursing Excellence and Director of the Doctorate Program in Nursing and Health Policy at UCSF. Today we're discussing the just-launched UCSF Nursing School Demonstration Project to design and test nursing interventions to improve quality of care in nursing homes. Welcome, Dr. Harrington, and thank you so much for taking the time to join us for this special program. You're welcome. What are the big problems with nursing homes today that led you to organize this project? Well, the single biggest problem with nursing homes is the inadequate levels of staffing, in nurse staffing in nursing homes. And we're finding that only 5% of the nursing homes in the country have the staffing levels that research shows that they should have. So this is the major concern, is how to get nursing homes to increase the number of nurses, and particularly the number of RNs in nursing homes, because the research clearly shows that having a higher number of RNs makes a important difference in improving quality. I've noticed in the hospitals and also in some of the nursing homes where I visited friends, relatives, primarily their parents, that many of the nurses are coming from other countries. Is that a problem, or is that part of the solution? Well, it's certainly been part of the solution so far because most of the states are not producing enough nurses to meet the demand. So I think we're fortunate to have the nurses we have, but we're hoping that states will recognize the importance of making sure they're educated and educating enough nurses within the state to care for patients in hospitals, nursing homes, and other settings. Do you have some thoughts on how to increase the number of people entering nursing programs? In fact, I've seen nursing schools closing, and can you imagine a way of increasing the number of people going into nursing? Well, the problem with nursing right now is the working conditions that they face in hospitals and nursing homes. They are very understaffed in most of these facilities. And so we have nurses that have dropped out of nursing. And so it's a retention problem, but it's hard to recruit new nurses for the future if they think the working conditions are not going to be ideal. So we really think that the major focus right now needs to be on improving working conditions at the work and having greater flexibility for hours and the type of work that nurses do. And, of course, we do need more schools of nursing, and some states like California are putting in more money to increase the number of slots within schools of nursing, and we've actually opened, are planning to open two new schools of nursing in the state. Well, that's great. I'm the nursing home owner-director, and you come to visit me, from your experience, what would you say are two or three things I need to do to make it a better place to work? In terms of the work environment? Yes. Well, the single biggest 
factor is the workload. And we're finding that nursing assistants frequently have 12 to 15 patients when they during the day and the evening shift, and they really should only have seven, according to all the research, because they can't get the work done for that many patients in terms of helping people eat, dressing, bathing, toileting, turning, walking, and, and all the essential things that need to go on in a nursing home. For RNs, they frequently have 40 patients, and that's really untenable. You said 40? 40 in terms of trying to get wow. medications. That's impossible. Treatment. It's impossible, and so they leave. Mm. So we need to get the RN ratios down to around 20 to 25 at the most per RN. And the, the big problem is that nursing facilities are trying to save money, and many are trying to make profits. And the primary way they do that is by cutting the staffing. And then this increases the turnover because the nurses won't stay if their workloads are too heavy. That's the major problem right now. <laughs> that was one of the things I was going to ask. I mean, nursing homes are a multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, why are they finding it so difficult to retain nurses? Just because they're more interested in profits than patient care? Yes, 75% are for profit. And over 50% are chain-operated facilities. They are making, some of them are making up to 25% profit, which is just excessive. And the only way to do that is to cut your staffing down to bare bones. And that's why we think that probably 25 to 30% of nursing homes have completely inadequate staffing and only 5% have adequate staffing. And most of the ones that have good staffing are nonprofits, and they are very committed to having enough staff, and they have good wages and benefits for employees. I'd like to pause for a moment to welcome those who are just joining us. You're listening to ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg, your host, and I'm speaking with Dr. Charlene Harrington, Professor of Sociology and Nursing at the University of California, San Francisco. We're discussing the UCSF School of Nursing demonstration project to improve quality of care in nursing homes. The problem with staffing, is this something that regulation can help? Will your study, do you think, lead to new regulations in terms of the requirements for staffing levels? We are urging states to implement new regulations to increase the requirements up to a total of 4.1 hours per patient per day and a 0.75 RN hours per patient per day. That would reduce the number of nurses per patient and allow for better quality. So we're hoping that states will implement these staffing standards. One of the other goals of the study is to define or refine a practice model that will transform nursing home care based on peer-reviewed research into what works and what does not. In addition to staffing, are there other deficiencies that research has indicated that need to be introduced into nursing homes? Yes. We think that one of the most important areas is to improve the nursing or the RN leadership in nursing homes. So we're encouraging training and mentoring models that will improve the leadership and the supervision activities of the RNs. So we are designing a model that would address those issues. Because it's not just staffing, it's how you deploy the staff. 
And many nursing homes have a very hierarchical model of work, and this is problematic for the nursing assistants because they don't have good working relationships with the RNs in, in some cases. So we want to improve those working relationships and really see if we can't just improve the productivity and the coordination and the continuity of care that way. Would you define specific roles for RNs and nursing assistants or any thoughts on how to do this? Communication is always the big problem. Primarily the issue of communication and how to mentor the staff and how to give them good feedback so that they can be more competent in their job. We also are recommending the use of advanced practice nurses to help with the quality assurance activities and the education and training of staff in nursing homes. Will you be enlisting nursing homes to participate in the study to sort of serve as models or, if you want to say, laboratories where this is going to take place? Yes, we are looking for nursing homes that are willing to try out this approach. And so we're, we're going to be recruiting nursing homes at five different sites around the country this year and then hoping to start our demonstration project after July. So this is going to be a multi-center project? Yes, it's a multi-site project and we will have some common elements across all the sites and, and then there may be some extra activities that we try out at different sites. Will the nursing homes be compensated for participating? Well, they won't be compensated for increasing staffing, but we hope that we will have funds that will help pay for these advanced practice nurses and some of the enhancements and the leadership training that we want to introduce. Will there be any input to the study from patients in the nursing homes and staff currently employed at the nursing homes? Oh, definitely. This has to be a very interactive model, and the projects will have to be uh, negotiated at each site because each site will have different needs and we need to address the needs of, of the particular nursing homes. Translational research is a big term today of talking to people at the CDC on diabetes translation, on MRSA and translating what we've learned in the research laboratories into practical day-to-day -day use. One of your goals is to translate the findings from the current research into practical changes. What kind of practical changes are needed in addition to the staffing and the leadership? Are there staffing issues in terms of other ancillary personnel, whether it be respiratory therapy or dietitians, discharge planning? I mean, there's so many facets to taking care of a patient in a nursing home, and I know you can't tackle them all, but you know, if you're going to give us, say, the five goals of the current research project. We talked about staffing and leadership. Are there other ones that you're going to focus on? Well, I, th I think all the ones you mentioned are important, but we also want to focus on continuity of care and consistent assignment because we know that improves the quality and also in maybe the use of electronic documentation. This is a new area that has not been used very much in nursing homes and so there are some studies that show this makes improvement in quality outcomes. So there are so many aspects and areas that need to be improved. So we are trying to 
look at as many of them as we can. Will separate or new software have to be developed for nursing home medical records, or can you pretty well adapt what's being used in the hospitals? No, we wouldn't be using what's in the hospitals. There are some projects already, one that the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality is using, and that's primarily for nursing documentation of nursing activities. I'd like to thank you for speaking with us today, Dr. Harrington, and for being our guest. We've been discussing making nursing homes a better place to live. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this program on the future of nursing homes on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions. Please visit us at ReachMD.com and take advantage of our new on-demand and podcast features, which gives you access to our entire program library. Thanks for listening. I wish you good day and good health. Thank you for listening to a special series, Insights in Future Medicine, on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals.